Welcome to Unbreakable Spirit, stories of inspiring and thriving with Jennifer Seven, co-author of a book that is part of the Sisterhood Folios, a number one international bestseller. This is a podcast about real women who've overcome tremendous obstacles and come out on the other side to thrive. Whether their hardships were financial, relational, or health, these women dug deep and found the light out of the dark to rise from the ashes, to find the ability to forgive, to love, and to live an authentic, joyful life. Now, here is your host, Jennifer Seven. Good morning and welcome everyone to this episode of our Unbreakable Spirit podcast. Again, I have a fabulous guest that we're going to be chatting with today. So it's Jennifer, but no. And Jen is a health and wellness business owner. She has an all natural plant-based health and wellness company. She also represents, because she's from Canada, local Ontario farmers, providing local organic meats, fruits, and vegetables to Ontario families. She is really passionate about her nutrition, health, and wellness business, and she really loves helping others make key changes in their lives. More to tell you about Jen. She is a two-time international best-selling author. The two books are Ignite Your Inner Warrior and Unbreakable Spirit. And that's how I know Jen is from our work in Unbreakable Spirit. And I will be very curious to hear more about Ignite Your Inner Warrior as well during this podcast. Jen considers herself a Jill of all trades. She has worked anything from events to crossing oceans as crew, which I think is pretty amazing and fabulous. I love the ocean myself. She's a huge fan of being healthy. She loves photography and travel is her absolute passion. And we'll be talking more about that as we go along. She's also a fur baby mama to her Australian shepherd and his name is Hudson. She loves spending time with him outdoors and she's a real outdoorsy gal. She also loves boating, sailing, snorkeling, snowboarding, hiking, and all of the outdoor activities. And she loves working in her online business because that gives her the freedom to do all of the things that she enjoys and loves. So welcome, Jen. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It's lovely to be here with you. And I know we've been talking about doing the podcast for a little bit now, and today's the day. Today's the day. So we're so glad you're here. And what we're going to do today is we're going to dive into your chapter from the Unbreakable Spirit book and hear your story. As we know, all women have a story, but yours is really pretty profound and you've been through a lot. And the beauty of it is that you've found your way through it and to the other side. So if you'll just take us back in time and start sharing with us a little bit about this story and your journey. Where to even begin? Where to start? <laughs> Where to even begin? I suppose it started when when I left Ontario was the real big adventure. And as I mentioned in, in my story, I left Ontario in a U-Haul truck and headed west. And everything was great. The Rocky Mountains were fantastic. Life was going really good. I owned a flower shop. We were hiking. We were traveling, snowboarding. It really was living what people would call the American dream. And, and, and did you just decide it was time to just go see the, the country? Is that what motivated you to just head out? Yeah. From being in central Ontario, which is central Canada, and more towards the East Coast, everyone always talks about the West. 
the West. The West mm. is the best, right? And you hear about the mountains and the Rockies. And I had friends that had went and the photos and just the talk of it. And this was going back to early 2000. I, I left in 2002. Okay. And so this is 20 years ago going on now. And that was one of the big, big first adventures because we drove across Canada in the U-Haul truck. We went from province to province. We, did, we were just kind of taking it in. And so there was four of us. There was three girls and, and my ex-boyfriend, Andrew, at the time. And it was his two cousins, actually. So there was another Jen. She's, she's a Jen as well. And so there was two Jens, a Lindsay and an Andrew. And we were <laughs> in that U-Haul crossing the country having a great old time. And then the mountains were there and it just kind of all came together. The girls went and got their own place. We went and got our own place. And, and then we started out in Alberta, spent a year in Alberta. Then we ended up in BC and had a house. We got a, a dog. We got a puppy. Uh, her name was Nikita. I ended up having Nikita for 14 years Wow! and life was good. I, I had bought the flower shop and with the flower shop came all of the work, right? Mm-hmm. You're, when you're doing everything on your own business-wise, I did have employees. I had many employees over those years. I had the flower shop for seven, almost eight years. It was, it was fantastic because the growth the growth. And I mean, I was a member of the Chamber of Commerce. I was part of the community. I was doing events, galas. I had a whole wedding rental and event planning company as well. So like we did the chair covers, the linens, the glassware. If you needed wine glasses or champagne glasses for your your event or vases, I did everything right from the ground up to the flowers, to the rentals, you name it, we did so, it. We set it up. Yeah, much more than just a flower shop. It's like you were a whole wedding yes. event planner. Yeah, yeah, and it and it was fantastic. I mean, I I used to have huge corporate contracts with hotels for decorating the lobbies and the hotels, and I mean, everything kind of happened very quick. I had bought an established business, so the business was thirty five years old when I bought it, and when I bought it, I had worked for the owners for two years prior. Oh, that's fantastic. And then it, we literally did turn key. Wow. A lot of people didn't even know that we had sold because it never went to market. Oh, that's wonderful that it was already an established business. You, know? and you could just step into those accounts and continue. That's yeah. great. That's and, great. I, and I knew my customers too, because mm-hmm. I had already worked there for quite some time, right? I call it the snowstorm hit <laughs> because that's when, that's when stormy days came unexpected things kind of hit your life that you don't really anticipate Anticipate. and, and things happen along the way. And through that time, it wasn't just one boyfriend. It was another boyfriend and, and yada, yada. Now, however, that being said, the similarity was ironic because the downfall was partying. Mm. It was, it was the party scene, the, the nightlife, the, it's hard to balance too when when you're very successful and you've got a schedule and itineraries and people are relying on you to be very punctual and ahead of the game kind of thing mm-hmm. you, you can't really let other people hold you back on that mm-hmm. so like I say when it when I say it's 
snowstorm, it, it was just like it became a blizzard. So sometimes you got to leave people behind and it's hard. Can but... you can you be a little more specific with us about what was going on? Oh, <laughs> it's hard. I, you yeah, know, if you're, if you're not hard, comfortable, it's, it's okay. But it's just to, or it gives us a sense of what was. If you can picture a party scene, sometimes things get out of hand and uh, people just get caught up. They get caught up. It's not just a one-time thing. And sometimes it just gets carried out. And so, so are we talking addictions oh, come into play? Addiction, and, overindulgence. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. hard decisions to walk away because mm-hmm. I couldn't let addictions become a part of my life because it wasn't addiction. Mm -hmm. So it was someone in your life that you loved that you were spending time with that was pulling you backwards. Yeah. But then with that came heartbreak and with that broken heart, I wasn't as strong anymore Mm -hmm. because I was so heartbroken with the loss. So I became very, very, very depressed and it showed in my business. It showed because I was so dark and in a very dark spot from loss and heartbreak. And I just, I dwindled, I dwindled. It affected my business. It affected my life. I was just depressed and I ended up losing it all uh, due to depression. And I just walked away. I sold everything that I could and packed up and left. In your story, you mentioned that you had one partner who died and then the second one you found out was cheating on you yes so was that during the same time where you had the flower shop so Andrew's the one that I moved out west with okay he's the one that you know we had the house and and got Nikita and we we were living the dream for for quite some time we were hiking we were snowboarding we were adventuring we were traveling it was great but he, he loved to party. He, his addictions got the better of him and it got the better of us. And I, I just had to walk away. I didn't want to, it was really, really hard, but there was no stopping him at that point. And it got really bad, Mm -hmm. not wanting to continue. Like I, it was just bad. Mm -hmm. Everyone around me knew that it was bad. And they were like, you got to go, you got to leave. Must have been very hard, very hard for Cause it's someone you love. Oh, I didn't want to. That Mm -hmm. was the, I just, I kept holding on and I kept fighting to try and Mm -hmm. save and And you can't save somebody that doesn't want saving. And he ended up passing away, but that wasn't when we were together. We had been split up for years, but he was always one of my best friends. And I loved him. He was, he was an amazing guy, but he just had demons, inner Mm -hmm. demons, very much so. And he just, he ended up going down a really, really bad path. And in the end, we tried to get him into rehab and it just didn't work. It didn't work. He only lasted, I, I don't even know if he stayed a week in rehab. And after that, it was really downhill and tried to help him. And one of the, one of the hardest parts was I was one of the last people to talk to him before he passed away. And at that time frame, I was, I was in Nicaragua and I wasn't even in the country and he was begging me. He's like, you have to come. I need you. 
and he was so desperate in his need for me. He's like, I need you. You can help me. You're the only person that can help me. And I knew that that was probably true because he, I was like his rhyme or reason. He would listen to me and he would get on a good path again for a while. For a while, yeah. And then it would just, when he fell off the wagon, it was, it wasn't falling. It was like complete crashing the wagon Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was highs and lows very nothing in between nothing no there was no balance it was highs and lows and anyway I I knew when I was in Nicaragua that I couldn't just run to help him and so it was sad because I was actually on the plane in the air on my way back to Canada and when I landed I landed to his sister's phone call hours later that he had committed suicide. And I I have always blamed myself for not going. I've held that for years. Uh, That was in 2012, so 10 years ago. And I've always blamed myself for not going and being there. But I knew I couldn't help him. Mm He wanted the help and I tried for so many years to help him. And I mean, I still wish I could have, but there's nothing I could have done. And I know it. I mean, we tried rehab and everything and nothing worked ever. And so he was just in a very dark spot. He had demons and I just couldn't help him. Oh, that's heartbreaking. So, so sorry. Anyway, I, yeah. I landed, uh, I landed and hours later, his sister called me and she's like, oh my God. Like I, I, that moment in my life changed everything. Like just because I knew that I should have went, I was in another country. I was, I was nowhere right. near him. Very hard <laughs> to get there. And, and you can't just jump I was in the air I I had thought okay I'll get back to Canada talk to him reassess and if I have to like I'll go he was on the west coast of Canada he was in Vancouver I was flying to Ontario so I had landed in Toronto actually Mm -hmm. which again I would have had to have flown to a whole other province yada yada so I think you have to give yourself credit that you were working your way back and trying to help I was I just I knew that I couldn't just up and go I mean it takes steps mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. a lot of travel a lot of miles <laughs> yeah but yeah so you say that moment changed everything what do you mean by changed everything for you I don't know it's like it's almost like a part of me died in that moment too mm. because so- I I just, I was his best friend. I, he was my best friend. and It's a tremendous loss. And then the, the blaming yourself is pretty hard too. Yeah. Not that you should have. So let's go back a little <laughs> bit. This happened years after the flower shop. This is a different, totally different time. A, a couple of years after. You had gone your separate ways. He was still fighting his addictions, but you had moved on in your life with the flower shop. But then this second relationship happened, which really hurt you. That was at the tail end of the flower shop. That's, that's how 
the flower shop ended was the second one. Yeah. So this amazing business, this amazing life you had built, and then you got really hurt because you found out that this duplicity was occurring. And I think yes. in your in your story, you share how hurt you were not just by him, but all of your friends that were hiding it from you. They weren't, no one told you. Yeah. So you felt very betrayed. Yeah. And everyone had said that they, they didn't tell me because it was for my better. It was better for me not to know because of my business. And they knew that I had a lot on my plate. They knew that I was, I was busy. I was busy and I, I had so much commitment, mm-hmm. right? So everyone just thought that if they left me be and not told me that it would be better for me because I, I was just swamped. Mm-hmm. And by that point and, and finding everything out, I was, I was just burnt out. I got so depressed and hit rock bottom at that point. And it was hard for me to even get out of bed. I stayed in bed once for, for probably two, almost three weeks. Wow. Yeah. A long time. And I had my friends, they were literally bringing me food. They were like trying to get me up and out. And and I just, I couldn't, I was just at a loss. I had my staff running my store for me. I wasn't even showing up to work anymore. I was just devastated. It was, it was a really dark time. And then I just sold everything. I sold it all. It was like one big fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. So you decided like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go and start fresh somewhere else Yeah, because this is and just I did. too painful. Yeah. So let's talk about that. <laughs> you're, you're really down and out. You, you sell everything. And are you still really depressed at this point when you were selling everything you were in the very, you were still really down. To be honest with you, selling everything was not only one of the most scariest things but the most relieving thing Mm, it mm. was like weight off my shoulders it was like I was being set free there was nothing to hold me back at that point it was empowering you were liberated (laughs) I was liberated I was taking my my power back I was taking my freedom back and I was like sell it all (laughs) Mm -hmm. sell it all you want the washer? You want the dryer? Come and get it. <laughs> I just didn't even care. Well, it takes a I lot mean, of courage to do that, honestly, to leave the known for the unknown, except you do have that traveler spirit in you. Yeah, but that's scary. scary. Yeah. It's scary because I, I had everything. I mean, I, I you had a good at life. That point, I, I had five bedrooms with five bedroom sets and mm. probably like 10 dressers, if not more. So I I was just like, this has got to go. This has got to go. This has got to go. You need a bed, take a bed. Wow. And I was selling everything for pennies, right? Pennies on the dollar. At that right? point, just to, just so I didn't have to pack it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I don't want it. I don't want to pack it. I'm letting it all go. And it was, it was very rewarding in the end because it was like this power I got back and as I was driving back across Canada from BC to Ontario which Ontario is home as I was driving the further I got away the the weight lifted and I had Nikita in the passenger seat and we camped across Canada so you can do the drive in three days Mm -hmm. and we we took two weeks to do 
the trip back instead of the three days because we stopped and camped along the way and I was exploring new places. If a town looks really cool, I was like, we're stopping here and we're going to check this out and I'm going to go have something nice to eat in a nice mm-hmm. restaurant and nothing mattered. It was just so free. Yeah, you didn't have to be anywhere, right? You could just do that. That's beautiful. And there's so much healing that goes on when you let yourself be with nature. Sounds like that's exactly what you were doing though. It's you and your your Nikita were healing on your journey yeah. back to Ontario. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is, is it, it was the first time in my in my life for years. And I mean, years and years and years and years and years, long years <laughs> without looking at a clock. Mm. Well, I, what a, I what a pleasure. Time. <laughs> I didn't need a clock. I didn't have to be somewhere. I didn't have to make sure things were ahead of time. I, I threw out the clock. I threw out time. And that was, I don't know, that was the best part. I remember not having to be anywhere for those two weeks. And it's that like this was prolonged vacation that we that all long for. <laughs> that was the trigger. Light bulbs went off. And I'm like, I don't want to have to evolve around a clock ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I that mean, was... I, I do sometimes now. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, because I have meetings and stuff mm-hmm. that we have to mm-hmm. do. And not, but that was the aha moment. Oh, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you traveled across, you made it back to Ontario and healing your broken heart along the way. Mm-hmm. When you got back to Ontario, then what? Then I kind of embraced the freedom and reveled in seeing my, my old friends that I hadn't seen in quite some time. And so it became about friendships. It became about the friendships and just spending time with people I hadn't seen in a while and just getting back to my roots, mm-hmm. my roots. And then I, I really, honestly, the freedom kicked in. That's when the freedom kicked in. That's when I knew like, okay, what can I do with my life? What can I do with my time and not have to worry about my mornings? Mm -hmm. or afternoons like what am I going to do and so I really took to snowboarding and boating again and boating became my passion all over again because when I was living in the Rocky Mountains there's there's some lakes but it wasn't the boat life Mm -hmm. so then Georgian Bay Georgian Bay is my my home body of water which I was born and raised on and Georgian Bay just filled my soul it was my healing and same with well the power the power of the water and the power of the mountains right yeah yeah and then road tripping I I got into road tripping all over again boating and then along along with that it ended up becoming love and loss again and when when more loss came the plane tickets came and then it was other countries. And then it was just, you know, then I went tropical and oceans and is this sailing across oceans and whatnot. And then that brought love. Like it, it's just been a wild ride. It sounds really. like it. It sounds <laughs> you have the gypsy soul. <laughs> gypsy yeah. soul. Well, you talked about loss. So I'm going to come back to that in your story, in your chapter. You talked about your, your daughters, your your baby girls. Are, are you okay with sharing a little bit about that? 
what you went through? I can share a little. I'm not good with talking about it, to be I'm honest sure. with you. Yeah. Um, I'm better with writing about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not not very good with talking about it. But well, um, well timing timing wise, when for our listeners, she experienced some loss with her with her baby girls. And where did all that fall in this timing that we're talking about from the flower shop to now traveling the world? That was, it was probably about a year, a year after returning. Flower shop is over. You're back in Ontario. Okay. Yes. And so that was a wild ride. The boating came along with it and I was working at a marina actually and uh, the boating and Mm -hmm. Just all of it became a part of that. So you and had then, you had a new love and and then you were pregnant with your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I fell sick. So I was bedridden for months. I couldn't even I, I wasn't even allowed to leave the house or anything. That was that was due to the pregnancy. The pregnancy put you on bed rest. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened both times, but the first time that was a whole different concept being on bed rest and not being able to leave. Like I, I read books and I read books and I read books and I just tried to grow my mind because my body, I can use my body. Right. And you're a very outdoor active person. Yeah. That was huge. That was really huge to keep me down <laughs> for months mm-hmm. in a bed. That was huge because I wasn't used to, to not being physical. I think it would be awful, (laughs) very confining, restraining. Yeah. I wasn't even allowed to sit up. Oh my gosh. That's even worse. (laughs) Yeah. I was not well. I was not well. I was not in a a good place. That's for sure. Did you experience depression because you, you had to be so inactive and you were stuck? No, I, I was mentally strong. Okay. At that point, I was mentally strong because I I believed I had light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and I knew that my end game was strong is what I believed, mm-hmm. and I just I kept looking for light at the end of the tunnel, and I I started to do mindset like positive mindset and positive thinking, and I did that both times and. I just believed in the power of my mind to become stronger and to believe and to have hope. And I, I read a lot. Reading really was key mm-hmm. to keep positive thoughts in my mind while I couldn't use my body physically. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> it wasn't so, a very good ending. But. So you're, and forgive me if I'm pushing too hard, but so your baby was born premature? Yes. And, and she yeah. wasn't able to make it. And being a mother oh. myself, both you had it happen twice, which is just, and for all the moms out there and listening who've experienced this, we, we know that this is just a tremendous loss of a mother losing her child. And I went through fertility treatments myself. I had a miscarriage. I can't imagine having gone as far in the pregnancy to lose a child as you did. How did you get through that? How did you get through it? I tell you, there's days where I don't know how I got through it at all, but mindset and, and 
I turned to healthy eating and I, I ran, I also ran, I ran. And when I ran, I ran far. I, I ended up leaving. I ended up traveling through Central America, backpacking solo. And I, I did it to heal myself. Nobody could heal me. And again, with talking to people and people that knew me and knew that I went through such a hard time, it was really hard for me to look at people knowing that they knew my pain. So it was like I couldn't heal my pain by being surrounded with people that knew it. So I needed new people. I needed new people that I could start fresh with, that I could be happy around because I felt really guilty for, for being happy. And it's not that I wanted to be happy. It's just that I had to try because I couldn't live in a darkness anymore. Like I said, when I hit rock bottom, I hit rock bottom multiple times over when I have hit rock bottom I've always climbed back up and I've climbed stronger and more fierce Mm -hmm. it's really bizarre it's like I find this inner strength somehow and I go with it and when I go with it I go full tilt so then that's when my solo traveling really became a a part of my strength is because I I could only rely on me and I knew that I could find happiness so I remember being in Nicaragua I've been there multiple times and I I lived in Costa Rica and I've been all over Central America Belize Panama El Salvador Guatemala I love Guatemala Guatemala has a really special place in my heart same with Nicaragua too actually I think you I think you need to write a book just on your travels (laughs) would be very (laughs) interesting those are the those are some I've actually been on a six-month travel journey this time right now this one's been a lot more tame this time (laughs) than than the others the others I was like full tilt but this one I've been on for six months now I left in October. It was October 28th when I left this time around. And so here we are in almost April. I just keep going. But this one's been a lot more tame. And I've, I've done a lot more sitting still this time. I, I have been still traveling. But, but no, going back to Nicaragua, though, I remember sitting on a beach on a desolate island surrounded by volcanoes. There was, there's two sister volcanoes that, that were there. And I was looking at the jungle. I was looking at the volcanoes. I was on the ocean. There was all these palm trees and the coconuts. And I, I was literally living in paradise at that point. And I remember just thinking and soaking up the sun and thinking to myself, your best days haven't even come yet. You can't let the darkness hold you back. And I remember looking at the sun and the sky and really just embracing the palm trees blowing in the wind and listening to the waves. And it was like the earth was almost speaking to me, Mm -hmm. like saying, you can't let these bad things keep you down. You can't like, there's no way, like you got to pull yourself out of this and you're strong enough to do this. You can do this. You will do this. And you're going to go climb that volcano. And I did. 
Oh, fantastic. I, and I went hiking in the volcano. I went and saw waterfalls. Wow. I think, you know, you were finding you were, you were, or the earth or mother Gaia, or whatever we want to call it. It was showing you the beauty in the moment and reminding you there is beauty and there is joy in the moment, regardless of what's happened in the past. That's yeah. kind of like, sounds to me kind of like what was being shown to you. And then you got up and you climbed the volcano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I had clarity of you can't change the past. Right. No matter what shit storm has come your way, you can't change the past. And I always knew that after being bedridden multiple times, you see how I ended up with being bedridden and, and all of the complications and, and the bad things were because I had cervical cancer and I had surgeries to remove it. And by saving me <laughs> from cancer created so much loss. Mm. And I knew that when I was in bed and I always believed that after coming out of months of loss, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to enjoy life because I've lost so many months and I hated losing months. I hated losing days of my life. Like the saying, these are the days of your lives. Mm -hmm. Well, I really didn't want to, to have any more days in bed. I didn't want to have any more loss of life because life is so precious and and you don't know when your last days are going to be and I think that's what really came to light was what if tomorrow's your last day do I want my last day being sad and crying in bed no I don't want that and when I felt the sunshine and and the palm trees and the wind and the waves and it was like this moment said, you're going to embrace the days. You're going, every step you take is going to have meaning. Every, everything you do is going to be for a reason. And I just kind of thought that. And, and then coming to that reality, I guess, pushed me further and further and further. Like, I mean, I was climbing volcanoes. I was climbing mountains. I was playing in waterfalls. I was swimming with sharks. Like I was, I kind of, nothing mattered anymore other than living life to the fullest. And I remember when I was living on the sailboat, I was snorkeling every day, every day, every day, every day I was snorkeling and we got brave. We were swimming with sharks every day. We were living a little bit more recklessly every day we were sailing in some bad weather and it was an adrenaline rush yeah I became I don't want to say an adrenaline junkie because mm -hmm. I still have yet to jump out of a perfectly good airplane <laughs> <laughs> but I was definitely living life more on the edge I I have no regrets of doing so by any means those are the moments that I really they're some of the most profound moments that had the big impact. Mm -hmm. And I remember going back to solo backpacking. I remember I was in Mexico for quite a while and I, I backpacked the whole Mayan Riviera. And it's funny, I joke around because my friends, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm doing a 
five-day getaway at the resort and we're going to Playa del Carmen or we're going to Cancun or wherever is on the Mayan Riviera, right? The talk about it. And I kind of giggle and laugh because I backpacked the whole thing with no itinerary, no <laughs> schedule. And I snorkeled the whole coast Wow! for weeks. It took me over two weeks to snorkel the whole coast. And I would literally snorkel from town to town. And I had a, a watertight backpack, a dry pack that I put my most important belongings in. Mm-hmm. And I snorkeled the whole coastline uh, along the reefs and the shoreline and out even a little bit offshore. Um, I got out there pretty far a few days and I, I, I would go onto the shore with my snorkel gear. And, you know, I had my dry backpack and, and I'd show up at the local bar, the watering hole that all of these tourists are on vacation at their resort. And I'm coming off the, the ocean and they're like, oh, are you at one of the resorts? And I'm like, no, I just snorkeled from the next town down. <sighs> they look at me like I was crazy. And, you know, then there'd be like the local Joe that would be like, you deserve a beer. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. you're like the mermaid. You would come walking out of the water. Like, where'd she come from? <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I was like a little mermaid. And I remember this one time I ended up in this random town. I don't even know the name of the town. I don't, it was just this little Mexican town. And I ended up in this little Mexican town for four days. And I had followed a sea turtle there while I was snorkeling. Oh, fun. <laughs> I got following this turtle and this turtle was just swimming along, swimming along. And I'm like, I'm following the turtle. This is probably not good advice because you'll end up miles from where you begin and it's one heck of a time I'll tell you that but always stay close to shore because (laughs) when you go out and follow the turtle out deep I mean you're you're hundreds and hundreds of feet deep of water right (laughs) yeah Uh, it's it's not so easy to swim back if the the water turns on you anyhow I had followed this turtle that was following the shoreline and and we went for a swim and I ended up in a random town for four days because of it. <laughs> so many amazing, memorable moments and beautiful moments. It's, it's like you had to run away to find yourself. Yeah. And I did it all by myself. I went on a little, I call them gen adventures. Yeah. They're my gen adventures because nobody knows where I've been. Nobody knows what I've done. Nobody knows the places I've seen the footsteps I've taken and just the amazingness that has come out of it. And like I said, by finding that inner strength inside of me, that's what pushed me to be able to do it because not a lot of people can do that. A lot of people are scared to even get on a plane by themselves, let alone snorkel in the ocean for a few weeks. Backpack as a woman by yourself (laughs) in Nicaragua. (laughs) It's kind of scary sounding, but (laughs) moments you'll never forget and how expansive for you it really expanded you I'm sure your soul expanded your soul well along the way somehow you had to afford all of this so is how did you get into this business that you're in and (laughs) it's a business that allows you to go wherever whenever right yeah I've been on another six month adventure Uh, this time I'm in the USA so I've been in the US this past six months 
Now, I found this business by a total fluke. I had a random girl pop in my inbox and we became friends. And she was a Facebook friend that I've never still to this day met in my life. She's one of the most impactful women that I've ever met in my life. And she was like, hey, I want to work with you. I, I've got an opportunity and I want to work with you. It's doing health and wellness products. I've been following you. She's like, I've been watching your journey and you can work from anywhere. You can work from anywhere. You can work from your phone. You can work from your laptop. All you need is Wi-Fi and a dream. And you have the dream. You can do this. She's like, your reason why is more than most could ever imagine. And it's to keep your journey going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, what's this about? She's like, well, do you want to take a look? I'm going to send you a link. Da da da. Take a look. See what the health and wellness products are about. And I was like, you know what? How much money can you make? She's like, it's uncapped income. You can make as much as you want. You just got to have the drive and put in a little bit of focus and do some online marketing and use social media to your advantage because you can market and promote your products and you can make a difference in other people's lives. Well, at this point, I was probably about 35, 38 pounds heavier than I wanted to be. I had irritable bowel syndrome. I was gluten intolerant lactose intolerant and I knew that I had to lose the weight because after being bedridden I wasn't active so that's like I had gained quite a bit I'm only five foot one and a half inches <laughs> that extra half yeah um, we need those extra halves <laughs> five, five foot one and a half inches so even five pounds or ten pounds I noticed so when I was 35 38 pounds heavier I really noticed that I was not feeling well and bulkier and my clothes didn't fit right. And yeah. I just didn't feel good in my skin really. Right. Right. Um, and harder to move around and you probably have some inflammation going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tons of inflammation. And I actually had injured my shoulder in the Bahamas. Well, I injured it the first time initially in Canada, but then I re-injured it in the Bahamas. I was climbing into a dinghy from one of the snorkel excursions that I was on and when I was pulling myself up into the dinghy, I, I re-injured my shoulder. So I ended up in a sling for, <laughs> I had the sling on for a month solid. I wasn't allowed, I had to be immobile. I wasn't allowed to move my arm, but on and off for three months. And so when this opportunity for a health and wellness business came my way, I needed the weight loss. I needed to heal my, my insides because my tummy, my IBS. Mm -hmm. and my shoulder was injured so I'm like at that point you know my body was going through you know like yeah, I was if, if nothing else you needed wreck. it for yourself so yeah. start with taking care of you and then see where it goes right exactly exactly and so she's like well you know do you want to take a look like I I think I can help you and I was reaching out because I think that financially you can keep traveling and, and make paychecks while you're traveling. And that was her initial reach out to me. Then I was like, well, these are my health issues. And she's like, well, I have this, 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 and this, like, let's do this. I didn't even look. I'm like, let's, I'll jump on board. Here we go. So fast forward, I started using the product. I was 
using, because they're all plant-based and nutritional, I started working on my insides first. And with helping my, my tummy and my issues, it's superfoods. So it's like mm-hmm. your super greens, your super reds, all of the superfoods and probiotics, prebiotics. It really works on rebalancing your system. And with rebalancing my system, the weight loss started and it was kind of a combination. And now I'm, I'm not lactose intolerant anymore. I have no gluten irritation. Sim- yeah. Yeah. Sensitivities. yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. And my IBS is pretty much gone. I haven't had any flare ups or anything in years. It's probably been about three and a half years now, but it did take time. It wasn't overnight. It took quite a few months. And then I lost the even 35 pounds. I lost that within six months, maybe. And that was just through not only the products, but I started planking and I jumped into doing plank challenges and meditating. (laughs) Okay. At that point. And so it was like mind body wellness Uh and my activity level has always been physical outdoor Uh hiking. And, you know, right now I need a bike and the snowboarding and I'm just very physical as a, as a person on a whole. And yeah, it just all came, came round. And then my business was thriving. It was going great. Like right out of the gates, I was making promotions and bonuses and it was just a, a blessing in disguise. I, a blessing I didn't know I needed at that point. And then the relationships that has come through it, because now I help others. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a win-win when I help others feel better and, and good about themselves or help them with feeling some kind of a, an issue that they, they may have, like whether it's weight loss or just general energy. I've been able to help people with their energy and inflammations and it's just yeah. been cool. That Very is cool. awesome. So Jen, if, if someone wants to get in touch with you, if they want to learn more about your business, how do they reach out to you? Or what's the best way for someone to connect with you? I would say most definitely on Facebook. Messenger is huge. I just started TikTok a couple days ago. Um, oh boy. Oh my <laughs> goodness. With all your travels, you're going to have a blast with TikTok. <laughs> I just started TikTok a couple days ago and everyone says that I'm behind the times. I should have started before, but I have sent you some links. I also have my traveling Jen Instagram. Okay. So I'm traveling Jen. It's traveling double L I N G underscore Jen J E N underscore. So traveling double L underscore J E N underscore. So that's one that's Instagram. Facebook is Jennifer Butzneau, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-B-U-T-T-I-N-E-A-U. And my TikTok. And I'll, I'll put all of this in the show notes for our listeners so that perfect, in perfect. case they uh, don't catch it right now, they can see it in there. TikTok is tiktok.com backslash at Gypsy Jenny B. J-E-N-I-J-E-N-I-B. So uh-huh. Jenny B or Jennifer Butsnow, you can plug that in for TikTok as well. I'm going to really start putting some of my adventures on there. So if anyone's curious about my adventuring and I also work for a company, I represent farmers and mm-hmm. in Ontario, Canada. So 
it's not only all organic, but it's pasture raised, which is huge. We're antibiotic free, hormone free, steroid free. We actually grow our own grains and feeds as well. So it's non-GMO and pesticide free as well. We really do have the best of meats and fruits and vegetables to offer. Like I said, I started focusing on health and nutrition as a way to heal myself. But through health and nutrition, I've been able to help other people and families put the best in their bodies. So when I'm helping people do weight loss, even people that are trying to work out and build by having the, the best of meat, the highest in proteins and, and vitamins and minerals in the foods, it's kind of a win-win. So are the, I foods, actually, are the foods only available in Ontario? So it's not something that could be shipped out. It, you have to yeah. be local. Okay. Yeah. It does get shipped to your door, which I have some crazy promotions with not just the foods, but the wellness aspect too. This is the best time to get going because it's like spring cleaning. Yes, right? ma'am. It is and the time. Fresh. Yeah. Spring, spring is in the air and summer's coming. Do you want to share with us? Some, I know you have some special offers for our listeners. Do so you want to tell us a little bit about them? Yeah. So if, if you're interested in improving your health in any way, even if it's just the superfood, doing a cleanse, I have a really great two-day cleanse. If it's weight loss or anything like that, I've got some really cool programs that I'm offering and they've, they're kind of catchy. There's clean out the crap, <laughs> cleanse out the crap, you know, uh, there's carby Barbie. If you're into carbs, I can help you with carbs. Or trying to get rid oh, of gosh. the carbs, there's, right? <laughs> yeah. One of my most popular is the skinny jeans. Skinny mm. jeans is huge. If you're trying to drop any amount of weight, whether it's 10 pounds to 30 pounds and get fitting into your best jeans. I know what it's like. I mean, COVID hasn't been friendly to a few of us. We got kind of stuck for the past two years. So even if it's 10 pounds, it does add up and you might not fit so comfortably into those jeans. So don't throw them out, lose the weight. I can help you with that. I've got some really cool programs. And even if, like I said, if it's for your health and wellness, that's huge too. If it comes to your eating habits, I can help you with your eating habits. If it's improving your foods, like I said, we do offer some of the best foods that are available. They get delivered right to your front door. They're local, great pricing. And I actually have free freezers. I haven't even mentioned this to you. Anybody that orders a package, we have beef, chicken, pork, and fish. Everything is all natural and raised well for sourcing and very animal, humanely, humane. humanely raised. Yeah. yeah. Animal friendly. I, but again, this is only, a, only in Ontario though, right? Right. Okay. So we are offering free freezers. Any way I can help improve anyone's health. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned something about 40 to 60% off on some of yeah. your programs. 40 to 60% off. I'd love to, to be able to help. And by offering a discounted price, I feel that it's a little bit more economical for people to look at improving their health toxins build up in your body and sometimes you just need to flush the toxins out for your body to to feel an improvement so i really do look at your body as a whole toxins play a huge part on even just your energy your mental wellness your fogginess your focus sometimes people even start getting headaches and migraines or 
they they crave sugars more often than they should because of the toxins. It kind of happens in your in your gut, in your tummy, and it's feeding the bad bacteria. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the bad bacteria uh, create those cravings because they want to be fed. So yes. so much I, more you can learn from Jen about all of this. And you know <laughs> we we are exposed to toxins in our what we drink, what we eat, the air. Yeah everything that the household products we use. So there's a lot going on there. So I'll put this in the show notes so that you'll be able to reach out to Jen. You can possibly take advantage of her special. Be sure that you mentioned to her that you heard about her on our Unbreakable Spirit podcast. You can put in Unbreakable Spirit. You can put in Jennifer Seven, and that way she'll know that she's going to offer you those special programs. So Jen, it's been a pleasure. Oh my goodness. Uh, the gypsy traveler, you've been through a lot, but look <laughs> at where you are now. What an, a beautiful unbreakable spirit and you are so strong and healthy. And I love that your passion is to help others to, to be their best that they possibly can be. So I thank you so much thank for being on the you. show. Thank you so much. Well, I'm definitely sending out huge blessings uh, to everybody that's listening out there. If you're wanting change in your life, I believe in the three C's, the choice to choose to change. And everything that you do is a choice. And you can choose to not change, or you can choose to change. And the three C's are definitely something that has been key to go along with my mindset as well with the positive thinking. And I always remember that everything is a choice. You can choose to change it or you can choose not to. And that goes with everything. If you're in a a surrounding that you're not happy in, or if you need to, to lose weight or improve your health, or maybe you're in a job that you just feel stuck in and it's going nowhere and you know, it's going nowhere, or you're not happy doing that job. Start seeking the change. Because when you choose to make that choice, you change your surroundings, right? Things, things begin to shift. Things begin to shift. Yeah. So thank you so much for those words of wisdom. And I'm going to follow you on Instagram because I want to see where you're going next. You have an absolutely beautiful day. Thank you again so much for being on with us today, Jen. Thank you for having me and I appreciate it. And it's, it's always great to collaborate with fellow authors. Thank you for joining us on Unbreakable Spirit. To learn more about Jennifer and her holistic weight loss approach, visit her website at sevencompany.com. That's the number seven, company.com. And please join us for our next episode where we'll hear from more women who overcame hardship and learned how to thrive.